0: Some huge wide receiver movement around the NFL. Devontae Adams' mega trade. Allen Robinson signing with the Rams. Baker Mayfield makes his trade request official out of Cleveland, but the Browns say no. All of that and more coming up on today's Peacock and Williamson. You're listening to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show, your daily podcast on the National Football League, powered
1: by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock and Matt Williamson at B Peacock at Williamson NFL on Twitter. We will have a Twitter Tuesday next week. This week it was Fast and Furious with the free agents and the, the tampering and all the trades Trains. going on. Yeah, right. And we've yeah. got more, Matt. Wow. And by the way, thanks to everybody for making us your first listen every day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Can you believe? The Devontae Adams trade like we're everyone's focused on what's going on with Deshaun Watson and nothing really changed yesterday with that. We knew it was between the Falcons and the Saints. It still is. We can talk a little bit more about that um, because there's the Baker Mayfield stuff now. And 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 there's still more with all of that and what comes with after uh, a Deshaun Watson trade. But wow, while everyone's looking at Deshaun Watson. The Raiders sneak in with the Packers, send a first-round pick, a second-round pick, and give Devontae Adams $28.5 million per year to become a Las Vegas Raider. Wow.
1: Wow, for sure. And I don't know how much you looked at this after the details came out, but there was a report, I think by Rap Sheet, saying... Rogers knew this was coming all along. Like you saw a thousand memes out there. That's what they're called, right? I mean, yeah. memes, yeah. yeah, memes, I mean, I yeah
0: of Rogers like, Oh no, he resigns, and, and then, right. You know,
1: but I think he did know this going in. Yes. That it just wasn't feasible to keep both. They did get some picks in return, you know, for a guy they franchised and could have lost in free agency, I suppose. But there's certainly a, a lesser team because of it. I mean, that's a rare, you know, a historically great receiver-quarterback connection that's gone. To Adam's credit, though, like, him and Carr are, like, best buds, and they did this at Fresno State. And I'm not saying it'll be exactly the same, but it's not like he's going somewhere that he's never been around the quarterback or whatever. He's going home. So I, I get it from Adam's perspective. I guess he preferred this as opposed to playing on a one-year franchise tag type of deal. It certainly makes the Raiders a better team. I mean, it, it's kind of exactly what they needed.
0: It's really weird because it feels kind of win-win, but it's also lose-lose in that Rogers' value goes down. The Packers are definitely worse, and the and Devonte Adams' like fantasy football value goes down because he's stepping down in quarterback. You talked about that historic connection, and, and we could talk about you know did Rogers help Adams more? Or did Adams help Rogers more? But the Packers got a lot in return for a guy that they kind of had to get rid of because of the salary stuff. And they they would have tried to fit him in, but apparently Devontae wanted to go to the Raiders. But the Raiders gave up a lot. The the Raiders gave up pretty much what it would have cost if they would have just signed a a franchise-tagged player. You know, that's two first-round picks. And most people say that a second round this year is worth a first round next year. So that's pretty much what it would have cost to just sign somebody's franchise-tagged player and they don't match your offer. So um, and then I also and, and the Raiders obviously needed those types of players. They need a corner. They're still in on uh, on Stephon Gilmore. They needed a wide receiver and they, they're trying to compete in that AFC West and the arms race that's going on there that just continues. Wow. But um, I, I don't know. I, I, I have a bigger question about wide receiver value in the league because there's so many good ones and there's a dozen right. more coming into the league this year in the draft and every draft is stacked with wide receivers. Do you have to go to the top of the market at wide receiver? Is that where smart money is? And for the Raiders, they had to do something, so I understand it a little bit more. But I don't know if paying uh, you know what would be the, the 12th highest paid quarterback in the NFL money to a wide receiver plus first and second round draft pick is necessarily in a vacuum a smart move either.
1: I, I 100% agree. And I love Devontae Adams. He's phenomenal. And I think we got a tweet about this recently too uh, since the deal. I think he's more of a product of Rodgers than the other way around. That doesn't mean that I think he's a bad player or he's overrated. I think he will make Carr look better than he did last year. You know, I mean, than Carr did last year. I mean, I think he's Which a is pretty darn good player. That's a top 10 quarterback good. in the NFL, right? 100%. I don't think he's going to be a top two or three fantasy producing wide receiver anymore, though. And again, he's very valuable to the Raiders and maybe more valuable to the Raiders than any other team besides green Bay because of this connection. So that in itself to me might exclude this one from what you just brought up of what do you invest in a receiver? I mean, maybe it's not just any receiver, but this receiver for the Raiders, but I'm with you. I mean, here's my slight concerns about Adams though. I mean, he is so technically sound and he's phenomenal, but he's not Calvin Johnson or Andre Johnson. You know what I mean? Like he's just not, uh, an, un, he's not a freak. He's not Julio. You know what I mean? Like, and when he's one tenth of a second slower, will he still be setting up D backs just as well. Cause he's not super fast or super big or super strong. I mean, so probably won't fall off a cliff when he loses some things, which inevitably is going to happen, but is he still going to be a top 10 guy a year from now?
0: Right. Entering his 30s. And I have no doubt he's going to get open with the best of them this year. You know, the question sure. is, two, three years down the road, do the Raiders look back and go, geez, we've got this albatross of a contract and we've got this, um, you know, we spent all these draft picks and, and that was it. That was our move. Because, you know, when you spend mm-hmm. picks and money, you lose out on a lot of resources and ability to to help other things on your roster. But they needed receiver help so bad, and they needed corner mm-hmm. help so bad. So, uh, And they went and got Chandler Jones. So they've got to try to compete in this division. So they're going to the top of the top and getting the best players at those position groups that they can. So you got to commend them for it. They're going for it.
1: Two things I find interesting, though, are – will the Packers actually now use a first-round pick to get Rodgers a receiver? You know, I mean, everyone talks about that. They've used a lot of twos and threes, by the way. But will they use premium assets and add – Olave and Burks, or something like that. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, well, they get this guy some young talent. You know what's and funny? The other thing that, uh, go ahead.
0: Peter Bukowski, the host of Locked On Packers, he did a, a a mock draft, the Packers only mock draft for the first two rounds because now they have two firsts and two seconds. Right. And right, right. he drafted four wide receivers with all four of those selections. And you know what's funny? <laughs> the two first rounders were, um, I believe they were Burks and Olave. And okay. So, right. They're uh, very and Christian Christian Watson, he had in there. Uh, you know, some speed. But yeah, they. I think it's time. They, they have to draft a wide receiver oh, oh. with one of those picks. It does, doesn't necessarily have to be 22, maybe not even 28, but maybe in the second round. Maybe double up in the second round because that's usually good value at wide receiver there in mm-hmm. the second round. There's a lot of good ones, again, in this class. But you're rolling out there with uh, – you just lost the, you know, the best connection in the NFL. You have to do something to try to get back to that 13-win team. You're trying to win a Super Bowl, obviously, with Aaron Rodgers. And right now you've got Alan Lazard and the death rattle of Randall Cobb.
1: Yeah, right, right. And and I guess they restructured Cobb, so he is going to be back. I mean, I think that just makes Rodgers happy. I mean, he's not really productive at this point. Valdez Scantling isn't in the mix as we speak. He is a free agent, you know. I think they're talking
0: with Valdez Scantling. To me, I think Julio, even with the injury concerns, at least you have a player who yeah, maybe, when he I is like healthy, that. could do most of or some of what you had with that connection with Devontae Adams and – familiar with sort of uh the, the Shanahan tree offensively from the you know his days in um in Atlanta so that mm-hmm. shouldn't be a tough a, a tough transition for him to be really good when healthy with Aaron Rodgers and then that would give you time to develop those receivers that you draft and and maybe that is the best way to kind of band-aid it short term and you're still trying to get better long term but you're not you're not trying to throw a rookie in there and be your wide receiver one year one
1: I think Juju and Landry mm, would also yeah. fit that bill. Yeah. I mean, they're professional slot tough guys. You know, they would fit that town as well. It's funny though, because always went back to Steelers, Williamson. The Steelers only have Deontay and Claypool under contract right this second. So I'm on this massive group text with my best buds. And I got a, a question from them like half hour ago. Like, what receiver would you add? And I started scanning it. And I'm like, besides bringing back Juju, There's not really much out there I like right now, you know, I mean, and they're not half as receiver needy as a team like the Packers. I I threw out the name Will Fuller. I mean, but I think of him more in the South or in the dome, you know, and you'll get six games out of him, but you might get him for nothing.
0: I wonder if the next guy we're going to talk about, Alan Robinson, if you'd have waited a couple hours till after that Devontae Adams trade, what if, what if wonder if well, he could have got paid a little bit more and ended up in Green Bay. And by the way, uh, the Rams, just like the Raiders, not afraid to spend resources on wide receiver. Let's get to that move next. One second.
1: I, okay. I know I always screw up your breaks. That's okay. Because Rams and Packers maybe could talk about Woods now. Anyway, oh, I, okay. I have one more Raider thing to throw out there, just to wrap to put a bow on this thing. I hope the Raiders don't look at themselves like, We were a playoff team last year. We're Devontae Adams away from being a Super Bowl team. I don't think they are.
0: Because they got further away because of what everybody else did this offseason. Right. I mean, yeah, the
1: bar went up across the league. But I I hope they didn't think they were Devontae Adams away from being an elite team. Yeah, they might be
0: disappointed. I think they want to compete. Uh, Is that just enough to compete because they're still behind?
1: If it course, makes you better. I'm not condemning right. the trade, but don't look at it like this is the one thing we need to be the best team in the league. I don't think you're there yet.
0: You could have, uh, maybe their meetings at the beginning of the off season were that, but those should have shifted since then, I think.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, this defense still needs a lot of work in yes, the
0: line and, you know, right. All right. Let's move on to uh, the not quite as big news, but big news with the Los Angeles Rams adding Allen Robinson next and some of the best free agents still available out there on the market. And Oh Yeah. Uh, the drama continues in Cleveland. It's tourney time. Such a fun time of year to be betting on sports in March with college basketball tournament upon us. From the latest odds, contests, and player props, Bet Online is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and information. Uh, not only sports wagering, but you can find scores and news at BetOnline.net as well. And, you know, it's not just basketball. There is pro and college hoops, but you can still bet on football. There are Draft props, Super Bowl futures, and odds like Baker Mayfield's next team. Week one in 2022, if not the Browns, the Colts one and a half to one. The Seahawks two to one odds. Even the Lions, Panthers, Saints in their uh, eight to one for the Saints. You can find all those odds and more baseball, hockey, UFC, even your favorite Vegas casino games at Online. So don't wait. Head over to the website today. Use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action at bet online where the game starts alan robinson getting uh, 15 what 15 and a half, 16 million dollars three years 45 million dollars 15 a year alan robinson to the rams is one i did not see coming in fact it might be even more shocking than the Devonte adams trade with what the rams already have in house and clearly the rams like the raiders are not worried about spending a ton on wide receivers. So um, they don't care how scarce the, you know, they don't care if it's a scarce resource or not. They want good receivers. They're going to chuck the ball next year. The Rams are, they play a lot of three wide receiver. Alan Robinson has his best opportunity to have a really good quarterback for the first time in his career. I mean, dude, dude went from Bortles to Trubisky to rookie, uh, there was somebody else in there too with the with the Jaguars, right? And then he had a rookie... i even going back to Hackenberg. Yeah. Oh, that was it. Hackenberg <laughs> at Penn State too.
1: I and, don't know who his high school quarterback was, uh, but probably was... Yeah.
0: So I'm sure he's glad about that and I don't know I probably would have chosen Los Angeles weather over Green Bay weather anyway um Mm -hmm. but Allen Robinson to the Rams and they're paying multiple wide receivers right now and they all are kind of like route runners medium speed wide receivers it's it's an interesting group right now in Los Angeles and you brought up something that starts to make a lot of sense with those Green Bay Packers and could they come calling the Rams
1: yeah I mean I think Woods is now on the move which doesn't surprise me at all um, and I think they'll be suitors. I think Woods is an attractive option right now. I mean, second-round pick for Woods, does that sound reasonable?
0: Yes, yeah, like a late two, which is where yeah. the Packers are. I could see that.
1: Maybe a three and a five. or you know, I mean, goes back to the Rams will end up picking ten players, even though they don't have any guys in the first couple rounds, as we talk about that nauseum with them. <laughs> um, the, I was shocked to see this one. I mean, I didn't think this is what they were going to do. And trust me, I didn't watch every Robinson route this year. But apparently, and I'll, I'll, you know, concede to them, and they obviously know more than I do. They don't think he's done. Good. I hope he's not. You know, it's an odd year in Chicago. I don't think it was the beginning of the end. They apparently agree. So cool. But you're right. The style of receiver I didn't quite get. I mean. I think the Odell's, even like Tutu Atwell and Deshaun Jackson, I'm just thinking the guys they've added lately are not monotone athletes. I mean, they were all explode out of your breaks, greatest show on turf type guys. And now they kind of have not plotters, obviously, cups awesome, but none of them are explode out of your breaks, you know. They're not burners. Four, three guys.
0: Yeah.
1: You know. And maybe that's what Stafford wants. I mean, I I don't know.
0: uh, Clearly, the offense is designed to win over the middle of the field and in the intermediate area. And then they want to be able to keep you honest and, you know, go short, go deep and in all those things, too. But, uh, yeah, it's clear what they like. They like route runners. They want a guy that's going to make a catch in traffic uh, and a professional wide receiver. So that's what Allen Robinson is. A little bit more size than Cooper Cup. As well, Um, But does this signal that Odell Beckham's not coming back? I think it does. And with Odell Beckham, it's difficult because he might have to wait until the summer to sign because uh, he might not be ready for the beginning of the season anyway. So I don't know what kind of market could be there for him. And you start running out of wide receivers on the market for those teams that are looking for a wide receiver.
1: Packers could weather the storm while Odell heals.
0: I mean, he might not be back until Uh, the playoffs. He got hurt late. Yeah, Super Bowl, February. So, I mean... 9 months no. would still put you at December. I don't November, think you can sign November. him right this minute. Right. Yeah, he's a he's a wait and see.
1: You see how the draft goes, call him late. Yeah, you're right. Um, you know, real quick on the Robinson Rams fit. Stafford will throw contested balls though, you know, and that's Robinson's specialty. I mm-hmm. mean, you, you got a small corner on your hip, he's going to put it up and trust Robinson to make a play.
0: Yeah, and that's where Robinson, even though he's not a burner, gives you a little bit more down the field than uh, with his size and his ball skills and his physicality, and he brings a lot to the table. He did look somewhat done and, and maybe even kind of uh, – I don't want to say he quit on the team last year in Chicago, but it, it felt like there right. was a little bit like of, it. yeah, you know what, I'm looking ahead to next year more so than I'm looking at this year. and it was, The writing was on the wall that he was going to be leaving town.
1: Yeah, uh, it felt that way.
0: But if he is – Anywhere near the old Allen Robinson, and, and really, he, the timing has been really bad for Robinson. He's had bad years or Awful. injured seasons right before he became a free agent both times. And so now, you know, three years, 45, that doesn't look near as good as the three years, 60 million that Mike Williams got or Godwin got. And I think if he would have had the year he had the year before or most of the years of his career, he would have been that $20 million guy. So instead of $15 million guy. So maybe what, that's what the Rams are banking on is him still being that guy and maybe getting a, a hair of a discount for a wide receiver one type. And then that's a pretty darn good combination with Cooper Cup.
1: Yeah, it is. I mean, I I think the Rams are still very much a contender, probably still the team to beat in the NFC. You know, I mean, the the Packers just got weaker. Um, The Bucs are going to be in it, I'm sure. But I I think the Rams are still extremely strong. Um, I'm curious, you know, I I haven't broken down these contracts, but a lot of them three for forty five. I've noticed a lot of teams are keeping their cap hit low this year and expecting the cap to go up crazy next year like will robinson even see year 3 of this deal right yeah
0: maybe a backloaded contract that he doesn't see the end of i could i could absolutely see that and i think there's a lot of these contracts cuz the 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 initial numbers we get are from the agents and it's the max value up to you know blank million dollars and so when we actually see how a lot of these are structured i think you're right i think a lot of these free agents aren't going to see 2024 on these contracts
1: yeah right right right
0: Baker Mayfield, Uh, really the least surprising storyline of yesterday was Baker Mayfield after (laughs) after Deshaun Watson turned down the Browns saying, well, I don't care what you're doing with uh, with Deshaun Watson. Anyway, I want out. So Baker Mayfield requests a trade. The Browns immediately tell anybody who asks them, no, we're not considering his trade request. So this is going to get ugly in Cleveland. Uh, do you think the Browns should entertain his trade request? Because I think they should, and I think this hurts everybody at this point now. And the Browns, look, very publicly went and did this thing, so now they kind of have to wear it, I think.
1: Yeah, I I tend to lean that way too. Um, A couple things. I mean, I don't want to spend too much time on the quarterback carousel. Frankly, I think Deshaun's going to end up in Atlanta. I think Matt Ryan's going to end up in a team like Indy. I mean, and, and that's the sticking point. And the Browns are kind of going to be the the, the empty musical chair. Um, we've certainly seen situations where team and quarterback kiss and make up and all's well, you know, I mean, and it's forgotten in a month. Maybe that's all it takes. The right, you know, two adults sit down and they work it out and go to dinner and then they're friends again. I mean, maybe that's all it is. But I do keep coming back to the Browns spend so much money on offense that – it might be smarter that for them to roll with Kenny Pickett for the next five years. You know what I mean? Like, as opposed to paying this guy. And if you're not going to pay him, you might as well deal now.
0: And clearly, they don't want to pay him. So deal him for right, something. I understand a, that. Get a pick. Get a third, fourth, fifth. I don't know what you would get. I think you could probably get a third-round pick for Baker Mayfield three or four from, the, from the Seahawks. Adult. Yeah, I mean, it makes right. perfect sense for the Seahawks. The Seahawks cannot Carolina. think that they're going to go through and win this season with Drew Locke, right? And 70-year-old Pete Carroll doesn't want to rebuild. I don't care if you like Drew Locke before the draft. You have new information. Use that information, right? Uh, So Baker to Seattle makes too much sense. Then, you know, then it opens up other things, and and maybe you go the the rookie route, the Jimmy G route, the Jimmy G plus rookie route if you're Cleveland. I don't don't know. know. But it's just... The
1: Panthers are linked to Gardner Minshew over the last 24 hours. Wouldn't you rather a Baker, you know?
0: Right, yeah, and I mean, there's money, I think Minshew's cheap, and and Darnold's still on the books, that's the tough one for the the Panthers, because they, unless they really overpay, and... Give them, you know, the number six pick in the draft. Uh, that that would be about the only way, you know, give them somebody, somebody a first rounder for Baker Mayfield or Jimmy to Garoppolo to try to get Darnold back and you know, get them to take him back. I don't know. There's really no other way to get out from under that. Otherwise, you're going to be paying forty million dollars for your quarterback room and and still not th- know if you have a good quarterback room. So I think that's why right, Minshew right. starts to make sense even more so than Winston, Mariota, and the free agents out there too, is because he's cheaper and not really an answer for you but he's okay he's probably not gonna be worse than what you had but it doesn't really fix your situation either
1: right 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 no I mean Panthers are in a rough spot I mean um but yeah I mean I'm kind of leaning to when it's all said and done Baker and the Browns kiss and make up you know I mean hot heads right now but I I would not blame them at all for flipping him for a fourth or third and go in the picket route, or sign Jameis Winston, or try to get the Matt Ryan sweepstakes. I mean, I would understand all that.
0: Yeah, that would all make sense, and I think it would be the best for everybody. To be honest with you, uh, just hanging be- on to this Baker Mayfield situation, you've clearly made the decision you want to move on and want to get a different quarterback and a better quarterback. You've tried it; you haven't resigned him yet. So pull the bandaid off. I don't off know how you could resign him and right get now. a pick now before he makes this thing ugly and you get nothing for him later you know, next season. And you could argue that, Oh, he's going to hit free agency and we'll get a third round comp pick when he signs a deal. It's like, well, he's got to play first and play well to get you that. And you could just get a third now. So that would probably be their right, argument right. for asking for a third and be like, Hey, we get a third round comp pick when he leaves in free agency. So you got to give us at least a third.
1: I mean, I'd rather have a fourth this year than a comp, th- end of third comp pick next year.
0: Right. Yeah. Same. Yeah. You know, especially, especially
1: if it's f- Seattle's or Carolina's or yeah. a bad team. You An know? Early
0: fourth. Right. Yeah. In a deep draft.
1: Oh, okay. Do you agree Watson's going to be a Falcon?
0: Uh, I don't know. I, it's, I mean, he, yeah. It's the only problem. reason is because he grew up there. Because, I mean, even if Pitts stays, okay, you have one good player and no draft picks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's a, oh, they're gonna, they're He's gonna not going
1: to be, be the answer. I mean, they won't be good with him for a couple of years. They're going to be awful. So. You have no draft picks,
0: right. Right. And uh, so, like, you're not... Picking the Falcons because that's the best spot football wise. You're picking them because you grew up there. You know, is that the best decision? I don't know. You can actually go win games with the Saints. So uh, I would probably still lean toward the Saints, but the fact that it's taking longer makes me think that they're trying to figure stuff out uh, contractually and, tr- and Matt Ryan's tougher to move. I think that's a longer process. So the longer it goes, the more Ryan I think it does lean toward Atlanta.
1: Yeah. I mean, you can't keep Ryan. That's unfair to no. Matt Ryan, even if you got to eat tons of cap and all that. But I think moving Ryan makes this harder. And that's, and the one thing we need to mention there is I thought it was really telling that I don't know how this works contractually, but Atlanta bumped the deadline for Ryan's signing bonus. Right. It was
0: supposed days. to be today, right? And today, I think. Right. Yeah. Right. So they moved it past the weekend into next week, which gives them more time, which also points to that they're trying to figure this thing out so they can make it work. I'm sure another day will bring more wrinkles to that story. Z'Darrius Smith back on the market after initially agreeing to terms with the Baltimore Ravens. And what the heck are the Patriots doing? A whole lot of nothing. Next. Are you looking for a snack that tastes great and is good for you? A snack that's low in calories, low in sugar, low in net carbs, yet high in protein and will keep you satisfied. Look no further than Built Bars. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar and is wrapped in 100% real and delicious chocolate, which really sets it apart from just about everything else that exists on the market. You compare it to other protein bars, lower in calorie, lower in sugar, lower in net carbs, yet still high in protein, 17 grams of protein in most Built Bars, and it completely destroys everything you're looking for in a healthy snack versus candy bars. So go find all those unhealthy treats in your house and replace them with Build Bars. Not sure what flavor you want? The new Build Bar Puffs? Or I love some of the classic flavors. Peanut butter, cookies and cream, mint brownie, raspberry. You can get a mixed box of Built Bars as well if you're not sure at Built.com, and you can get 15% off using our promo code. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. That is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Well, one player that we thought was not on the market is still on the market, Zadarius Smith. We were applauding the Ravens at bringing him back and not part of the comp pick equation and all that. And Zadarius says, you know what? I don't think I'm going to sign this after all. Is it because he's, his deal was $9 million and he saw the other top pass rushers getting $17 million per year? Because it's not like he had another team lined up because he's still a free agent now. That, that was, a, that was a, an odd situation. Do you have any, anything that you can add to the Zadarius Smith saga now with the Ravens?
1: total hunch but you know as we hit record this isn't massive news but larry Ogunjobi failed his physical with the bears so he's not a bear you know i mean they're that they're, he's not getting signed i wonder we always assume it's the player but zadarius smith had major back issues I- last year and the team that knew him best the packers picked preston over zadarius and extended preston I wonder if his back just isn't letting this happen. I mean, Ooh. backs are bad.
0: Maybe failed physical. So it's not or... like he
1: moved for another team. It's not a Randy Gregory move. Yeah. I mean, he's oh. still out there.
0: And I thought maybe Zadarius Smith was going to have to do the one year show me deal with the team and prove that he could be healthy and then cash in next year. So maybe that's what he'll end up having to do. So, yeah, that's maybe. interesting.
1: He signs the Melvin Ingram deal, you know?
0: Right, exactly.
1: Maybe even late in the process because maybe his back's not healed. He played very few snaps last year. I mean, and it didn't seem like Green Bay had any problem saying, we can't trust you, we got to move on. I mean, I'm wondering if these – people forget about medicals. I mean, medicals are important. That's why the combine exists. You know, I mean, medicals are important.
0: Oh, Speaking of medicals – I don't want to spring on you. Hold on, we're really quick. Speaking of medicals, do you see David – Ajabo, uh, Michigan oh. defensive end, first-round guy, being mocked in the top 10s. He fell down in a heap at his, at the Michigan Pro Day today. So you hate never like seeing that. seeing that. That's so late in the process to have a major injury right. potentially, and I don't know what the prognosis is or anything. I just saw that people were worried, and he had to get helped off the field, um, and you hate that. So uh, that's, that's out there, and that's going to definitely affect the draft. And it's deep at edge rusher, but, man, you hate to see that for a prospect at this point.
1: Awful, right? I mean, if it really – if you turn into a third rounder instead of a first, or you're going to miss your whole rookie year, or, you know, uh, you know, the, we've seen a couple of these guys still get drafted high, especially at edge rusher, coincidentally, or maybe not coincidentally, but well, something we have to monitor. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, here's what I'm going to throw out at you. and I, I, I'm stealing this from Robert Mays' athletic podcast. It's very good. Highly recommend it. He has Nate Tyson all the time. My buddy Sando's on there a bunch all the time. And I was listening to yesterday's, this morning I was listening to it, and he he answer, asked this question, and I just want people to think about this. Do the Patriots – I think how he phrased it was, who's the best player on the Patriots? And then I took it a step further and said, do the Patriots have anyone you would say is a really good player? <laughs> like <laughs> – like, I think Matt Judon is probably the best Patriot, yeah. okay. or maybe an O-lineman. They don't really have any good players.
0: Uh, I, I would think that Mac Jones would have a ton of value for some of these teams we're talking about that don't have a quarterback. Uh, would, well,
1: yeah, but he's the 20th best quarterback in the league right now.
0: Well, right, but that's valuable uh on a valuable rookie,
1: that's not what i said
0: valuable on a rookie contract and and that's a good that's a good player like we we just saw what uh i'd rather have him than carson wentz and we just saw what he got in trade you know so um it's but not i wouldn't call either one of them a good quarterback
1: yes. yeah yeah i mean mac jones is their most valuable asset
0: right so that's that's value so yeah the uh,
1: value but who's good right now
0: maybe you go to the offensive line Isaiah Wynn, win uh michael and Wenyu, uh
1: Right, David they're Andrews. good players. Yeah, I mean, but this team doesn't have anyone that resembles a Pro Bowl. I mean, like, no, they're not. Their roster's pretty bad.
0: Right, if you're building out a preseason Pro Bowl team, maybe Judon is the only player that would even come close to sniffing that. I'm close,
1: right? But he's not Von Miller or T.J. Watt or you know. I mean, like, he's a good player, but like, I, I and the the conversation was are we just giving Belichick a pass for these last two off seasons of (laughs) signing Henry and, you know, guys that aren't that good and just thinking he's going to piece it together. And trust me, I have all the respect in the world for Bill Belichick, but they've used a lot of assets, especially last off season to build what's clearly to me a bottom 10 roster and, you know, not a good group. And I understand the, the sum of the parts is greater than the whole, especially in New England. And there's no doubt about that. But who's good? I mean, please, please tweet me. I yeah, mean, and I, I, who, I would who's caution, a really good player on the
0: Patriots? I would caution that all the fun stuff that happens the first week of free agency isn't the smart money either. So we'll see how right, right. there's not a lot of good players, but maybe, you know, the, the Patriots are good at swooping in and getting value names and and actual good players that don't end up costing them a whole lot, you know, uh, after the the frenzy in free agency happens or maybe sneaking in with a trade or two here and there. So, they're not done, I wouldn't say. No, they're not done. at the same time, you lost JC Jackson from what was already a playoff team with a rookie quarterback. So, you know, if, yeah. if, if Mac Jones Jack gets Jackson. a little bit better and you continue to draft and some of the younger players in the roster step up, I don't know what you're going to do at cornerback, but um you know they were already a playoff team so it's not that big of a deal i guess <laughs> it's it, but Strange. but i get and, and i but i get it and you see them do nothing in free agency they traded away Shaq mason and the roster doesn't look good and they're just you know, you're just chirps. There's there's nothing coming out of New England right now as far as some of these free agents go. And you look at the roster, you're like gosh, this roster is not good. And all these other teams are making these huge moves. So, uh, and they they obviously operate different. And I don't think they're worried about it. If we had Bill Belichick and asked him here right now, but um, right at a certain point, you're like, geez, especially with how much better the AFC on paper looks like it's gotten. Very interesting, and I and I can't wait to see how that plays out for the Patriots but it's a great point they, they don't have any star players period
1: no not even close I, I mean uh, and Wanu Duggar Mac Jones good young players everybody would kill to have those guys and they may turn into stars but right now I have a hard time seeing anyone on their team that I would say oh that's an above average starter I mean Judon maybe there's two or three and none of them are stars
0: yeah that's fair that's absolutely fair
1: it's crazy to me. That's what it was fun to throw out there. I wanted to recycle that from what Robert threw out.
0: And the AFC is just a juggernaut right. right now. My goodness.
1: Right. And try to compete with the Bills. and um, Oh, boy.
0: And I mean, the Jets
1: are getting better. The, Miami's getting yeah, better. Yeah, the Dolphins and Jets are catching up. Yeah. I mean, they did good things this offseason.
0: And that would be a fun one. Okay, which roster do you like better top to bottom?
1: Patriots would be last in that division. Patriots, Jets, or saying. Dolphins,
0: the, right? And Patriots would probably
1: right. be last. But Wilson and Tua scare me. More than Mac does.
0: Yes. Yeah. Well, Mac's just quarterback
1: the, aside. I don't think it's close though. The
0: floor on Mac is so high, right? And the floor is non-existent for Tua or Wilson, really.
1: No, but I like what the I like what Miami and New York have done since this week.
0: Absolutely. Okay, it's going to be a lot of fun breaking these rosters down and what we like about them, what we don't like about them. Uh, I think there's tons of fantasy implications that we'll get into on future shows as well, and some. Obviously, big trades are on the horizon, which will probably happen something over the course of this weekend, which we will cover for you Monday. Thanks, everybody, for making Peacock and Williamson your first listen. For your second listen, check out Locked On NFL Draft. Uh, I'm doing Locked On 49ers. If you're not a 49ers fan, that's okay. Your team is covered, no matter the sport, right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Find Matt doing the Locked On Dynasty podcast, which I'm sure there's major implications from everything we've seen go down this week. Matt and I, back Monday. Right here, Peacock and Williamson.